0: Achievers, this is episode 47 of the Next Level Author podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black and here with me every week is...
1: Daniel Wilcox.
0: Hello Daniel. I I,
1: I really hate saying my name in those intros and that's gone back to like the first podcast I ever did because it just feels really weird saying your own full name. Yeah. I know, when people are like, oh, who, who are you speaking to? What's your name? It's just like, Dan. It's easy. Dan. Whereas well, this is Daniel Wilcox. I do know. Carry on, as you were.
0: <laughs> In that particular voice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How are we? How was your week?
1: This week has been a month. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. I have, I was going to say burned myself out, but I feel surprisingly okay today. Just because my... you're with me always always um but yesterday was a slog basically for people who are regular listeners um I am trying to catch up quite significantly on a ghost written project um that I am working on and I've had to catch up on like 15,000 words on top of the stuff I'm already writing as well um if you can hear any noise that's my father talking very loudly in the next room amazing Interesting. Um, but yeah, so this week has been a lot, a lot, a lot of fiction, but it's also been really good in terms of steps towards other things that I'm working on. So I'm kind of getting to a point where I'm seeing the road ahead um, and my sleep has gotten back on track, which has had like a significant impact on my productivity and stuff. And yeah, just it's been. It's been a long, hard week, but I feel good for it. So I've got a bit more to do today so I can you know take the weekend off. And then this book wraps up next Friday. And then after that, it kind of all slows down from there. So I'm just, I can see the finish line.
0: Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, How about you? you? Uh, well, it was half time. Term- for me as well and yeah uh, my mom was fabulous and has taken my son four out of the five days which has been amazing so thank you very much mama um and how's the week been it's been okay uh i didn't get as much done as i thought i would i did more than i thought i would i know that's complete contradiction um But yeah, I finally, yesterday, when I completed like a chapter of side characters, I finally felt like there might be a finish line. Um, And so I think my priority needs to be trying to finish sections, just because I was getting very demoralized with how long the book was getting. Um, Yeah, so anyway- I both seem
1: to hit the sticky middle at the same time.
0: I know, I know. Weird that. I know. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah I mean I don't really have anything to say about this last week I've just been working <laughs> same shit every week been yeah mm-hmm. exactly um okay so what about a success of the week do we have a success of the week level level up of the week
1: uh, we're going to go this week for Yanni, who said that, um, and again, this the answer to this level up was how has January gone? Um, and that was early this month. I took part in Jane Friedman's query letter course, learned a whole bunch and also completed dry January, which that's a mission in 2021.
0: That is a mission. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Yanni. Huge congratulations. Do we have any new patrons?
1: We do. We have all a burn so welcome to the group orla thank you for your support and uh yeah you'll have access to all of the recorded patreon q and a's you'll get early access to every episode um, and sort of advance notice on when we do polls and everything else so yeah welcome to the tribe and thank you so much thank you very
0: very much we both and for people it. who would
1: like to get involved you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash next level authors
0: okay what have you enjoyed
1: just this just this moment with you it's all I need. I live in the present. I don't care about the past. Jesus. I <laughs> no, one,
0: no wonder you're single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Wow. I Where
0: burned. did that come from? I don't know. I was just like, wow, that's it's so So cheesy. out of
1: left field. Jesus. <laughs> how lovely I was to you and how instantly you repelled.
0: Listen, Jesus. listen, for that hiss what, again. I was just about to say, <laughs> look what happened when you called me sunshine. Okay. <laughs>
1: mm. What have I enjoyed this week? I have enjoyed my boot camp because it's full of wonderful people that get the work done and help me get the work done. And uh, we had our first sort of special guest Q&A <clears throat> last night with uh, my writing buddy, Luke Condor, um, who popped into the group, gave us an hour of his time for people just to quiz him, ask questions, you know. Sort of just pluck out any bits of information that they wanted to know. And um, I was
0: yesterday years old when I learned that there was a book called The Haunted Vagina. There you go. So, so you know that was I learned a thing.
1: Linked <laughs> <laughs> a link to Haunted Vagina by Colton
0: Malick the third, third or something. Malick yeah. the third, yeah,
1: yeah. um yeah. Because Luke's heading into bizarro fiction. When I say heading into that's kind of where he sat for a while, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was just good to sit and have a chat and you know. Let other guys pick his brain. So I've I've really enjoyed that this week, um, and just I mean this will jump into our accountability as well. But I hit my ten thousand words on Saturday that I had planned for, and most of that was because I was on camera most of the day with the boot campers. So thank you guys for everyone who was there.
0: Lovely. Uh, What's so, yours? Yeah, I well, thought you were so, gonna move on then. No, I um I've only I think I've only watched like three episodes. Uh, because I haven't really had any time this week, but uh, we we started what. My frustration is that when I picked this, I thought it was like one season. Actually, I thought it was a film, and then I realised it was a season. I was like, oh, it's fine; it's only one one season of like ten episodes, and instead, it's five seasons of like twenty two episodes. So now I am in for the long haul. But we started watching Jane the Virgin, and it is exquisite. Yeah. It is exquisitely written. Like I don't know if you have what have you watched it. Of course you haven't.
1: I I've seen bits of it when uh, I lived with my ex.
0: It is so well written. The okay. first couple of episodes, there could not be more conflict. Right? They they just layer it on, and everybody is in- interconnected like whoever i'm actually gonna go and look at who wrote it because they're a fucking genius okay so not only is it funny but i actually am now watching it because i just appreciate how clever and like how cleverly written it was um so many twists and turns and like just yeah so like love it love it love it i know know a
1: few of the turns and stuff it's it is the one i can't remember the actress's name but it's all based around like telling novellas and stuff no, I think it's something else. Yeah.
0: Oh, where there's an actor who's... who's her, da- a t- her dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well done. Unless, that was sorry. should have been a spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, I know that. <laughs> Oops. No, I know it, but I'm okay. just saying for listeners, that should have no. been a spoiler alert. Anyway, yes, um, there's a tele. I mean, you do find that out relatively. I think it's like the second episode you find that out. So it's not too much of a spoiler. But um, yeah, it's just there are so many twists and turns that are just fantastic in it and uh it's just very cleverly written so yeah i've been enjoying that okay weekly confessional can you read out what we were supposed to do
1: our weekly confessional was specific things and dan is stalling they are here uh, <laughs> sasha will set up her signature and out of office for her email finalize the details of her secret project time block her next week make time to input and work on side characters
0: Okay, wow, that was a lot. I'm going to forget them all. So one by one, I... Out of office and signature. Okay, so I did do my signature. The out of office, oh my God, what a fucking palaver that has been. So Apple I... does not make it easy. No. So I followed the instructions that Brett kindly gave us in the uh, Patreon and I set it all up correctly this time. So I didn't email every single person who has ever been in my <laughs> inbox ever. However, it didn't work. So... Which, before,
1: Sorry, just to interrupt there. The fact that that is a hurdle to jump over is effing ridiculous because i've gone through mine and done mine as well and when it's like apply these rules to messages you think you should click apply
0: mm-hmm. but
1: apply means messages is in every message but i don't understand how this isn't an issue that apple have
0: and the thing is it doesn't actually turn on until you click apply so when you click do to apply what
1: is that oh, okay no That's no just so- that is very surprising
0: Yes, yeah. well, because you said it's not working for you and it's not working yeah, yeah. for me. And the only other time I've had it working, so the only was time I got it working it. was when I clicked apply. Oh, so, Apple,
1: sort your shit out. I know, so you literally
0: <laughs> can't get an out of office via Apple. So what I had to do is I went, um, I mean, I think I've got like seven different email addresses, but anyway, I went to the two that are like my two author ones that everybody emails me on. Um, You're and so I. Oh, fuck off Daniel <laughs> and so I um, set up out of offices on those two email addresses and I think I'm hoping um, that it's working and of course in my true fashion I set up a very ridiculous cheeky like silly email re- responder which so i set for the listening, next hundred email years email Sasha now <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> please don't
1: you set that up yourself please.
0: No. Anyway, so yes, I did do
1: that.
0: Don't. What was the next one? Because I've forgotten already.
1: Uh, Out of office. We've got um, finalized details of your secret project.
0: Okay. So this one's exciting. Um, I did finalize details. I'm just, well, yeah. So the details that I meant were like, the requirements i'm trying to be discreet here which i finalized and i've loaded it up onto my website and to i've told my patrons about the opportunity that's coming i've ordered something in relation to it and uh once that thing is and and that's out of my hands so i have finalized everything that i could finalize um and so once that comes back i which might be before the next time we record i will have that to announce and maybe talk about Uh, so then I will start announcing it publicly Um, it is exciting it is exciting I've got one person who's definitely involved and they've now confirmed that they're going to do it so I'm super excited (sighs) about that I'll tell you about that offline um and yeah so um yes I did that what was the next one I did all the Uh, time Time blocked I've also already time blocked next week which is exciting yeah boy um I'm really enjoying the time blocking I'm not sure if I'm i'm not sure if it i'm as productive as i can be i don't know anyway well i think you
1: tweak it and it's like it's, it's just a foundation at this point i think you can adapt it as you go
0: yeah what was next uh
1: next was uh make time to input
0: okay is that the last one
1: work on side characters
0: okay right so input uh okay so that one I was dangerously close to failing um I did input last night you witnessed me do it it wasn't a huge amount but this is the absolutely insane thing I had open like two books and I was just flicking and I was reading some stuff about people who are like collectors of uh like death antiquities and things and it wasn't even the stuff that I was looking at this is what I find bizarre I was looking at this stuff and all of a sudden I had story ideas about something completely different Hmm. and like it's just I have to input in order to get those ideas so um I have been reading this week as well which I do count as input and also watching Jane the Virgin which I also count as input however I am realizing that the most valuable input for me personally is making time to sit down and flick through like informational type books, like coffee table type books with lots of pictures and um, like random quirky stories and things. This is how, right, so I was looking in a book about people who collect like skulls and like weird like fetuses and stuff. And all of a sudden, five seconds later, I'm on Wikipedia and have discovered that Barbara fucking Cartland has written, uh, published over 723 novels in her lifetime. And she averaged 23 a year, wait, 23 a year, every year for her publishing career. And when she died, this is the fucking killer. She left 160 unpublished, completed, mind, finished novels. But this is just like the random amazingness of input and, and like where it leads me. And then I have like all of these weird story, kooky ideas. And anyway, so yeah. Um, and then side characters, I did do. I finished a whole chapter, which is excellent. I think... In terms of sections, I did like maybe five sections and I've added a few thousand words this week. So yeah, that's me.
1: Just going to leave that hanging for a minute.
0: What's that? (laughs) 5,000 words this week.
1: Just did well. Um, Mine were to hit a 10,000 word day on Saturday, which I did. I think I got about 10,400 um, and then set up promos for my coaching and my boot camp, which I have set up. They are running on Facebook. Um, and I've also not even sort of consciously worked towards this, but I've now figured kind of like my funnel and what my next steps are in terms of my nonfiction to grow my nonfiction platform because my mailing list and stuff is pretty small at the minute. Um, not bad for, you know, someone that has one nonfiction book to their name. Um, but I, yeah, I kind of have given myself the roadmap of, what my next steps are, what I'm going to do, how to like link that to other stuff in my coaching business. I've got like people can probably see it fuzzily on my right hand side. Like I basically mapped my entire business on my board in terms of things I need to pay attention to, what's going to come next, how it all links together, and yeah, yeah. So I did the I did the things.
0: Bravo. Comments.
1: Comments. So we said last week that we were going to sort of uh, carry over some of the comments from episode forty-five. So. Episode 45 was, are you where you thought you'd be at this point? Um, Holly straight out just says that she can confirm that the episode is a must-watch because that is the episode in which Sasha had sent me a forfeit. So if you've not seen episode 45 yet, we highly recommend it on YouTube. Uh, Michael Nassberg says, sadly, I'm not where I'd hoped I'd be, at least in terms of income. My initial goal of leaving my day job has been met, but my first books were really successful and my subsequent books were not. i published more duds than I ever thought would happen, and I've not spent time developing my advertising technique. I'd hoped to be making more, especially as my back catalog has grown, but at least I haven't had to go on a job hunt, so I can't complain too much. I think after living on my own schedule and doing whatever I want, whenever I want, I can't go back to a nine to five. Um, and the general vibe, I think, from a lot of people was uh, that they're not quite where they thought they would be. Um, and what was the saying? I think that there's a saying that always resonates with me, which is like, we overestimate what we can fit into a year, but we underestimate what we can do in 10, right? It might even be five, um, which I think hey, is totally the first true. the phrase, 10. Yeah um so keep on plugging away guys uh, episode 46 was uh, what are your major health concerns and how are you going to combat them and we had one from meg jolly who says mental health is my biggest health concern got to be emotionally stable to produce that being said physical health is so intertwined with this making daily time now for meditation and walking occasional affirmations too cj Dainton said contemplating quitting my regular job which involves a lot of standing and has had subsequent foot slash posture slash fatigue issues Bobby and Atwood says physical health I have heart palpitations, mental health I have PTSD. I do just want to um, say thank you to everyone who uh, was just really transparent and shared you know some of the things that you suffer from because I think when it comes to health, particularly with this kind of career and just making a sustainable career in general, um, it's important to pay attention to and it was really um, eye-opening oh, how
0: many people have got chronic issues Yeah,
1: eye-opening humbling just to see yeah. you know you guys share and be really really open and transparent and uh, shout out as well to brett who put sort of like a full list of you know the stuff that he suffers from um, but he's still plugging away and trying to make a career out of it also yeah thank you guys um and just a shout out as well to edwin faye jasmine scott carrie and of course brett
0: okay question of the week we're just gonna- <laughs> Which is really annoying because I didn't actually decide between the four questions I have on my bit of paper which question I was going to ask you. So I have a question that I was going to ask for me, but I think I might save that one for a different week. And instead, I'm going to ask you a question for you.
1: Are you, just before you do, are you shrinking? <laughs> you feel like over the episode, just slowly start going out of frame.
0: I, well so I've tipped my computer screen up I'm actually finding I prefer it slightly tilted towards
1: you do you darling
0: you yeah do anyway you. <laughs> and then also I was sat down so I was just like okay sh- shrinking okay. also my chair is very creaky anyway so mine. yeah it. it's like my chair is doing puppages and it's I just awkwardly embarrassing so I hope nobody thinks it's me anyway uh right the question oh bollocks this is so hard I have four cracking questions all right how do you deal with all your ideas? Okay. All right,
1: while I filibuster, um, an idea that's just popped into my head. Maybe at some point we should do a poll for patrons just to suggest questions that we can ask each other
0: <gasps> Yes. Mm. That's amazing. I love it. It's Let's do that this week. I'll do it. Um,
1: okay, how do I cope? Was that the wording you
0: used? I think I said, "How do you how do you deal with all your ideas?"
1: <laughs> Freudian, wonderful. Um, how do I cope? So
0: <laughs> stop it.
1: <laughs> how do I deal with my all my ideas? Um, I don't know. My initial response is basically gut. Um, I'm so I'm the type of person, and I know that you're different on this. That I prescribe to the Stephen King line of thinking, which is. If an idea is good, if it's strong, if it deserves legs, then it will stay with you. Even if you don't write it down or anything else, like it's those ideas that I kind of like hang on to. I've never, I've never been one for listing down my ideas or, you know, putting them somewhere safe. for If I'm like ever dry or just want to like pick out something and and see what's going on. Um, Where's your
0: ideation? Quite high. I'm pretty sure. Okay. That might be why you're, you don't need to write them down. Maybe, Yeah.
1: Because it's like, I will have an idea for something and, all right, if we're going to go down the cliff and strength routes, I'm also activator very high. So if I get an idea that I like enough and I feel like it aligns with my goals and what I want to achieve, then I just do. Um, if it's an idea that simmers away in the background, I'm like, oh, potentially could work on this. Um, it's then up to that idea whether or not it simmers in the background and stays there or fades away completely. Um, I I'm not a type of person who typically looks you know months years ahead and knows what my publishing schedule is going to be for the next three to ten years because when I finish a project I generally like to just work on whatever the next thing is that has gripped me that being said at the minute is very different because I have a project literally staring me in the face I think it's because the book covers on my wall that I want to get to it so that's just remaining there and also I've started writing that story as well and I fucking love it um so yeah i think i get i get a lot of on sort of ideas um all the time i think in the beginning we always have that struggle of where do the ideas come from what are the ones that are worth holding on to i think the longer you, you you go in this business the more you just get used to the ideas that grip you and what work with you um so fiction wise you know i take a lot of inspiration from films i read a lot and take inspiration from that and then if I've got, like, sometimes if I've got quite a few ideas, what I'll do is take the main thread of one and then see how I can work others into it as well so I can, you know, pay attention to the little bits that are calling for me. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't have anything too formal. It's just mostly I'm, I'm in a position now where I know where I want to head. Not to say that can't change at any point, but at the minute I know where I want to head. I know I now... I'm more cognizant of what I believe to be a good idea versus a bad idea. Um, How do you know? Trial and error, mostly. Um, I mean, I'm going to backtrack here. Bad ideas don't exist, in my opinion. Less effective ideas. So I've got one or two short stories and novels which I have written, which haven't performed as well. And I know why. And it was because I was... Motivated by the wrong outcome. So they weren't true to the type of art I want to create. Business wise, the less effective ideas are the ones that I know are going to accommodate my time and yield a little in terms of results. So now I'm getting much better at assessing which ideas are more likely to help me grow in the way that I want to grow. And like I said, I think that just a lot of that just comes with trial and error. I think in the beginning, you also have to be very experimental and just try stuff. Um, I think it's very, very easy to get crippled by what you believe to be a good or a bad idea. And I think you just have to create and learn and find out what discovers for you. Like this whole, I think this whole business is just a, a journey of discovery um, from from the start to like the end. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers it well, but like... My, my primary answer is I listen to my gut and, you know, if an idea is strong enough that it sticks with me, then it will stay there and nine times out of ten, I will just activate and do and make it happen if it's strong enough. like it. How about you, Sasha?
0: <clears throat> so I do like to keep my ideas down I don't know where my ideation is I feel like it might be middle bucket uh but I have strategic which often it it often looks like ideation because you can see all the paths and so it gives you lots of options and ideas and things anyway I am senile <laughs> As we all know. And if I don't write shit down, I literally will forget it, even the good mm-hmm. ideas. Like I don't care what Stephen King says. If I don't write something down, it is gone. I have far too much to remember to, to remember everything. Um so That's I have like cool. files and folders. Um Well, so this is a thing, like I will, the likelihood is I will always remember the high level concept, but what I'm not very good at is detail. And sometimes I come up with a really cool detail that I really want to be in the story. And because I'm not good with details, it's details that I will forget easily. So those are the things that I write down. So like, for example, um, I don't know if you've ever heard V.E. Schwab talk about like the oven principle. And so she will have like six hobs and each hob is a book and one will be boiling and that's the one she's writing and one's like simmering and that will be the one that's coming up next. And then there's a few that are just you know, one's cold and it's only just been put on one's, you know, just starting to have the first bubble or whatever. And I'm very much like that. So I know that I have like, I've, I'm trying to finish the keeper series. I've got the scent of death. The one after that will either be murdering magicians because I've already got like part, i like world building on my wall for that. And that's, you know, this is books and books and books away. And then I've got a vampire series called the Foe Mori. And then I've got a standalone where it's all about like the devil and Hades and then I've got this other one with the three with the three female villains and it's like there's so many books down the line but they all have to like they all require time
1: to Mm -hmm.
0: percolate and and for me to input and write things down as I go otherwise when I get to the to write them I'll have no ideas. So I have to have this long journey of connection with them. But anyway, in terms of how I deal with my ideas, um, I literally have like folders for all of these books and like notes and things, and I will collect pictures and images and I'll put shit on my my picture, my bedroom, office wall. Um, so I have like post-its and stuff. And so, yeah, like for me, um, I find it very difficult when there are ideas and things that I want to work on I, I, my activator can be a bit of a bitch in that I will start too many things. Um, And I listened to the focus episode this past week. And it was a bit of a sharp reminder that the chances are I probably work better when I just concentrate on one thing. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard for me to swallow. Now, there were exceptions and the exceptions were people who are high achievers um may may maybe people with strategic and a couple of others and that's because your plate size is bigger um and so but it was still a reminder that actually instead of having 10 projects on the go i should probably only have three um and yeah so i suppose that's you know that was one of the things that i that prompted this because i'm like well I don't know, like how can I be faster or more effective or more efficient with like all of these ideas because I don't want to let them go. I want to still do them, but also I have to just finish shit. Um, So yeah, I'm not sure I'm really answering this question. Oh, when I get an idea, though, I know I get asked this sometimes, like when you have an idea for another thing, but you're still working on something else, what do you do? And for me, I will go and indulge it just temporarily, because it's never going, it's never, I'm never going to stop and just go and write a whole nother book. I'm not, I don't write fast enough for that. So I will allow myself, you know, an hour or so to like, go and play with this idea and write notes down and just get the thoughts down, because otherwise I'll lose it. So yeah, it is. It is a process of like capture, capture and store, capture and store, capture and store. Yeah,
1: I will add that, particularly earlier on when I was writing a lot of for a lot of short stories for the Other Stories podcast. That was a really good breeding ground for ideas. So it was basically you had a theme uh, in the beginning. The stories were a thousand words, and they went up to two thousand words, and that was a really good way for me to just flex particular muscles or fancies that I had. And then a couple of stories from those shorter stories. Have since grown into other things or worked their way into other series. So, um, the Mark of the Damned, which was a novel I brought a novella I brought out in 2019, that originally started as a 2,000 word short story and ended it as a 28,000 word novella. Um, so that's sometimes a good way just to scratch that itch—is just throw it into a short story and play with it. And like you say, just indulge that idea for a little while.
0: Yeah, and funnily enough, one of the things that I've sort of said to myself this year is that uh, I want to write more short stories because uh, I think. One, I'll get like Achiever pennies because it's something finished and done. Ah, yes, please. (laughs) Two, I'll get competition pennies because I can submit competitions. And three, it will give me a chance to, if well, to create reader magnets or to um, just play in new arenas whilst I'm still trying to finish the projects that I'm working on. So I think I will, like, in terms of, like, craft pennies and stuff, I think I'll be happier by forcing myself to do that. So, yeah, like, short stories are something I really want to work on this year. So I used to write flash fiction all of the time like weekly I was writing like three to four pieces of flash fiction as well as working on my novels and that has stopped. And I haven't done that for like two years. And I think I feel like that whole, I'm feeling that whole and I just need mm-hmm. to be able to play like, you, you know, you were saying to me recently, or oh, what are you doing for you? Well, not a lot really. Okay. And actually this is something that is for me and it is meaning that I get to play like with different voice and different prose styles and different characters and stuff like that. So yeah, I, 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 Ooh, might hold myself accountable here for that. Yeah, fuck. I think I will. Oh. Yeah. It's
1: happening. Live on air, folks.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Maybe not this week, but definitely, I'm definitely going to add that in because I don't want to just say that I'm going to do it. I actually want to do it. How do
1: you, just to throw in another question, you obviously have this list of books and things that you know you're going to work on. Do you have a particular set schedule for which ones you're going to work on and when? Are they sort of prioritised in that order? Or is it a case of when you finish a project, you then decide which ones to hop on?
0: No, it's the the oven principle. I work on whichever one is boiling. And usually that is the one that I have been thinking about the longest. Mm. So, for example, The Scent of Death is absolutely the next book because... um, it's the one that I know the most about because I've been thinking about it for the longest. So I'm
1: sick of hearing about,
0: I know, (laughs) but also this is a funny thing. I have to write that book before I finish the series, the keeper series, because I don't actually have the plot of the keeper series, like the last, book, I mean, I know what happens, but I don't have the detail. And it's because I haven't been thinking about it because I've just been trying to finish the third fucking book um for like two and a half years anyway so yeah so I work on whichever one is the is shouting the loudest
1: it's mad because I remember I can't remember if it was a private conversation with you or on here where I was like yeah I'm gonna just chip away finish the ones that I've got narrow it down and I've literally just had the realization where I was like yeah so I committed to a new book yesterday (laughs) that I'm like basically gonna do next week not next week the week after that's happening Mm -hmm. but there's like a very very strong reason for why I'm gonna do it so
0: Mm. What are I we like? Know. I don't know. What are we like? Honestly. I don't know. Okay, how are we leveling up our businesses <laughs> this week?
1: Oh, we're not, I think we're gonna let crumble this week. Um I'm going to I've I'm just I'm keeping one thing and one thing only on my plate, which is hitting this deadline. I still got after today I'll have 28 twenty eight, twenty-seven thousand words to finish it and bring it to a close. And then I'll have written an 80,000 word book in three and a half weeks.
0: Fuck me. That is literally like, I am so jealous. And it's a good
1: book as well for people who I know there'll be people listening and well, that's not gonna Like, I am very, very proud of this one. It's probably one of the better ones I've written,
0: I believe. I'm so jealous that you can can do this Mm. at that pace. Now I have four fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, I talked about the fact that um, I didn't feel like I was putting things on my list that were actually going to level me up um (laughs) sorry just no so I wrote a level up list and I've got like five thousand things on my list so I am going to genuinely try because I am going to write words I'm going to work on side characters this week that much is obvious because I am going to be charging towards the towards the finish line this week with this book so like I think I've got to the tipping point where I'm 75% done so I will get th- this last bit happens very quickly generally so I think maybe two weeks two and a half weeks oh, at the
1: most from Mike, we're fine.
0: <laughs> and uh and if I'm lucky a week but yeah some some point between a week and two and a half weeks and hopefully the book will be done anyway so on my list I okay so I'm going to take I'm going to
1: Sorry, I'm really focused, strongly to focus. I've got my dad talking. I can hear Bailey. I can hear my mum.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, so I am going to do an Apple review trawl. I published on Apple and then um, I put my book into KU for three months and I lost all of the reviews. And I didn't realise that yet. And I only re- it was only brought to my attention when I had a phone call with Apple my Amazon deliveries here and um, that none of the reviews came back so I need to go and ask very politely anybody who's read my first book to go and put reviews on it on Apple. yes so please. that's one thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this week the second thing I'm going to do this week is I am going to put some words down on a short story um hmm. let's say 500 words uh yeah i don't want to say that i'm going to finish a short story because Hmm. that's too much pressure uh but i'm going to say that i'm going to put 500 words down on a short story beautiful and i'm also going to rearrange my apple blurb because that is some another piece of advice that the apple team gave me so wait one more i'm really pushing myself I'm going to start my uh, launch plan for side characters. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? I feel the fire now because I'm actually doing things that are actually going to level me up. And yes. I feel like this is, this is, I had it all wrong before. Oh, write some words. I'm going to do that anyway. Of course I'm fucking am. Yeah. These are things that I would put off. So this is, this is excellent.
1: In that vein,
0: mm. with
1: your permission, I'll speak in code. Are you still with us?
0: I yeah, am the cat just opened the door.
1: Oh, grim. Um with your permission, yeah. speak slightly in code. We are speaking on Sunday. I, I would be very interested for one of our things to be a discussion about the thing.
0: Okay. We can put that down as well. hmm Okay, cool. We are assholes, by the way, for doing that.
1: <laughs> for do oh, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> gonna be Like the thing. What is the fucking thing? What is? What are they talking about? Can't tell you uh-huh. guys. Sorry, he's just a dick for bringing it up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're, that's one of both of our tasks is to talk about the thing.
1: The thing. Cool. Can we can't recall like name for it. Nah. We'll leave that for now.
0: Just, yeah. Let's leave that for now. I can't under pressure do that. Uh, okay. Uh, audience question of the week. Oh, that's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you?
1: 47 episodes
0: Uh, How do you deal with all your ideas And we will see you next week Bye Bye See you next week Bye
1: Hungry for more?
0: If you enjoyed this podcast You can hear more of my angelic accent And Dan's dulcet tones On our other podcasts
1: For more of me Check out the Great Writers Share podcast
0: For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author Podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Aw, go, go, do the thing. I
1: got my Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black. Black. I got my Sasha Black, Sasha Black.
0: Oh, and then uh, I don't just... have a thing I've enjoyed and I don't have.
1: You miserable oh, is... bitch.
0: Oh shut up.
1: This is me. This is me you're talking about. You're Give boring. me more of you. I need more of it. Whatever you're giving me now, double it. Honey, then double it again. You can't because that's how this is gonna work. Me.
0: Hello, achievers. This is Is it? <laughs> Alexa, play notification.
1: Wow. Okay, take two.
0: What episode is it?
1: Forty seven.
0: Are you sure? One hundred percent. I feel like it's forty-nine.
1: It's forty-seven. Okay. I've just looked at the Facebook comments.
0: Never will I ever be able to get the fucking episode number right.
1: <clears throat> <Aww. laughs>
0: No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Come on. I can't. I can't. Do you know, that sound breaks me every time you make that noise. I'm like, no! Don't stop.
1: What sound? What sound? The, the disappointed... The... No. Huh? I can't help but disappoint you.
0: Oh, well, I'm not ready. I'm going. Goodbye.
1: Ah. Uh... One second. <laughs> for those listening on the podcast, Sasha is as unprepared as ever. This is the typical setup ahead of our podcast recording, in which Dan is ready and he is waiting for Sasha to sit her ass down and record. We are currently 26 minutes. Past the time in which we initially said we were going to record,
0: because Sasha does not prioritize Dan. Dan has gotten used to this fact.
1: Dan is used to taking the back seat. Dan is used to being second best. One day he hopes that Sasha will give him her full attention and accept this partnership for what it is something magical, something that could be harnessed, okay. metamorphosed oh, into cool. a beautiful butterfly. And then, hi, how you doing?
0: What were you saying?
1: Sorry. I want my Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black, Sasha Black.